everyone, I'm Ricky, and this is Keep It Under Wraps. Joined by none other than one of my best friends in the entire world, Gabriella Children. Hi. I've Gabriella hey. <laughs> for many, many, many years. She's one of my best friends in the entire world. And so what is Keep It Under Wraps? What are we all about? So we will talk about a wide array of topics in this podcast. We will talk about topics of sexuality. We will talk about topics of relationships, what it's like to be in the 21st century, living in this world, trying to figure out how to navigate through our daily lives. I just think it is such a great platform to you to do it on is through a podcast. What do you think, Gabriella? Uh, I agree. I mean, I think that most people that I know listen to podcasts. It's definitely a growing form of social media. Um, so to talk about sex and sexuality is super exciting, especially on podcast format, because I don't know about you, Ricky, but I don't know many podcasts that talk about such a taboo topic. Yeah, no, like I have listened to, you know, different podcasts about a wider range of like news things and I have not really heard of a lot of different podcasts that talk about, you know, sexuality relationships in the 21st century and that just interests me so much because I feel like, you know, falling in love and this sense of love or any kind of thing is so hard, especially right these days. and. Not even to mention the fact that we have the biggest obstacle right now being in quarantine and we've been in quarantine for over 50 days so who knows what's going on well <laughs> before we get into the topic <laughs> yeah before we get into the topic i wanted to first thank our sponsors at anchor for providing us this platform for us to do this podcast anchor is a free program which allows us to create our own podcasts and it's available on a wide array of spaces, such as the App Store, the Google Play Store, and much, much more. So thank you, Anchor, for providing us this platform. So what's the topic of today? Oh my goodness. <laughs> what more kind of situation could we ask for? I mean, we're gonna talk today about relationships in the 21st century and dating. What is it like? What is quarantine dating like? What has happened to our world? I have my first set of questions here for you, Gabriella. Oh, I'm excited. So, right? <laughs> <laughs> so, Gabriella, yeah. what dating platforms have you used? In my whole life or right now? <laughs> right now. <laughs> <laughs> right now? Uh, you know, it's kind of funny because I feel like Tinder is always a reliable dating platform. I've used Tinder, I've briefly used OkCupid, and I've very briefly used Hinge. And I think I tried Bumble for like a week, but I really did not like Bumble. But the, my, my heart, <laughs> the one that I rely on most, is Tinder for sure. All the other ones I could delete and not mind. How about you? You know, that is such a great question. So I use Tinder myself, and I use Grindr. Um, I did briefly, as you said, use OkCupid, mm -hmm. um, found that it was a little indifferent. Mm -hmm. um, it's just, I feel like very, it's a challenge to use such a platform as OkCupid because I feel like it's ever changing and I don't know. And that, and I, I feel like, I don't know about you, but it just, it releases a lot of personal information that I'm like not necessarily comfortable sharing. 
Exactly. And that to me is kind of the make or break kind of deal for me, especially in the 21st century, because, you know, um, identity theft and such things are very plausible and do and such, especially during this time. Mm -hmm. And I'm still trying to get used to this aspect because I count myself as someone that's a little old fashioned. Yeah. Um, but I think that's kind of one of the biggest things that I struggle with during this time is that person-to-person interaction. To me, it is it has been such a challenge. I feel like this day and age, everyone just looks for sex. Yeah. They just all, like they just really just all look for sex. And I think that is what's a little frustrating. Yeah. Because, and I come to understand that that's kind of how things are in this generation and such things. And I have always been told that I have an old soul. Mm-hmm. And I am so interested in coming to understand why and when had did it become so accepted to use social media like tips like apps such as like you know like okay okay cupid bumble yeah. and grind rough and such things like i'm just so curious like um to me it's it's very frustrating because like i said earlier like everybody just wants sex but nobody ever wants to have a true conversation and to me i find the fact of you know trying to have a real conversation with someone something that is very challenging i guess i would say yeah and so that's something that i personally struggle with what do you think um i i agree on a lot of that i definitely feel like the 21st century like you've said it it's definitely a progressive era it's during a time where technology has boomed and you know even i mean i can't necessarily speak from um people who identify as a man but people who identify as a woman their sexuality is becoming much more prominent and it's okay for us to say i want sex and it's not just about dating which i absolutely love and advocate for so i think this we just happen to have been born in a time where we don't necessarily want relationships and sex is more readily available without being persecuted or ridiculed or judged so it is it's definitely like if you're looking for a relationship it is a little bit more difficult but i don't think it's not impossible you know you just have to find your diamond in the rough that's all I agree 100%. I think finding that diamond in the rough is um, is very important. And, you know, coming to, coming to terms with that, I think, is one of the hardest things for mm-hmm. me. Just because I know that, you know, we are in our 20s. I'm 25, you're 25, and we're only about five months apart. Mm-hmm. So I think that's kind of the interesting thing. Because, you know, this day and age, everybody's just all about, you know, hooking up. Totally great. Totally understandable. Yeah. I think, to me, the only challenge that comes with that is the fact of like, like everybody just wants to have fun, you know? Right. Like everybody just really wants to have fun. Everybody just wants to get out there. People want to go through their egg, their uh, quote unquote hoe phase. Love it. And do it. Want, you know, Snaps. do it. Do whatever you got. I'm I'm be snapping. Happy, I don't you know? know if you can hear that. <laughs> yeah, if you can hear them snap. Yes. Do it. Be your be a hoe. But it is, I, I hear you out though. Like, I mean, if that's not what you want in life, it is going to be a little bit more challenging. And then I think the dynamic of living in San Francisco doesn't help. We live in a big city where people come in and out constantly. And to find somebody who is interested in settling in such a big city, I think it's even more difficult in some regards because you know with the tech industry and such people move here strike it rich and then move back to freaking michigan or where whatever um great lake state they're from 
you know? So we, I think exactly. as native San Franciscans, have a much more difficult time finding people who want to stay in the Bay Area and live in the Bay Area and date. Well, I think that's that's a challenge in itself because it's so expensive well, yeah. to live here and to settle down, let alone like you have to decide what area of San Francisco you, you want to stay right. in. And the thing here is insanely expensive. Oh, yeah. Like I've just I've come I was just looking on Google the other day mm-hmm. and I was like, okay, sixteen hundred dollars for a studio in San Francisco yeah. and that's in the sunset. And I'm like why you know and i just can't even imagine having having to live with someone in a studio which is my partner or someone mm-hmm. and then we share that we, we share it which is fine but i'm like I'm, I'm it's insane to me you know that it's that expensive just to live here and it's not even to buy a house it's just to rent a space yeah and that's not even you're renting a whole house you're just renting a room so you know if you really want to settle here with you know your partner and you know start a family and such like that is a challenge in itself. So I totally understand why people would move to like places like such as Texas, you know, and and or like you or different places around the, oh, e- yeah. the East Coast because oh cheap down there to buy a house, you know, for a million dollars you could get basically a mansion in Texas and such things. Right. Whereas here it's just like a two bedroom a two bedroom house maybe. Right. You know. Right. Yeah, it's definitely difficult. And I feel like, you know, on speaking on behalf of that, it's like I'm reverting back to people that I do not have an interest in marrying whatsoever, but be- <laughs> but I can't seem to find anybody else in the Bay Area <laughs> that I'm like, well, you'll do until I find someone else. <laughs> it's- yeah, no, I, it's, I find myself doing the same thing, just trying to like find, I don't know, like a partner, but it's like you, like you said, like you kind of just go back. You're like, this is where I'm most comfortable. Exactly. Because I know that it's readily available, right. you know, like it, it is, it is. And it's so funny to me just because we're so comfortable and like, well, like we're, we're like co- consistently waiting on like, what's next, what's next, what's mm-hmm. next. And we're just like here doing our thing. So I understand completely. Yeah. So also we're 25. Right. <laughs> <laughs> People. Thank you for reminding me. Yes, it's always a beautiful. Oh no, thing that to I'm 25. Oh, we're we're 20. We're 18. Right. We're lying. <laughs> uh, but we're both single. Yes, we are. And I find that so interesting. Like, do you think that it's like our fr- like the people that at least in my friendship mm-hmm. group, like people are married, having kids, mm-hmm. um, in relationships. I have come to find that it's kind of challenging. You know, and people don't kind of tell you that there's like this. It kind of feels like there should be an instruction manual on Mm -hmm. life. But like, it's so interesting how there's not like a manual or like on life. And you just kind of have to like navigate through life and figure out, you know, relationships, love, your love life and in such things. Yeah, I can attest to that. I definitely think being 25 and single is fine. I'm not mad at it. But, you know, some of my closest friends are engaged, have kids, and I'm kind of just the single friend. But my my life path isn't, you know, to get married immediately. Like, I'm still finishing school. My professor the other day gave me a list of jobs working, doing field research with primates and was like, I think you'd be great for this. You should continue. I mean, I've kind of had, I'm I'm sure you might have also, but I've had this fantasy of like, well, I would love to get married by the time I'm 28 or whatever the age is and have two kids and live in a house. But 
I think reality just kind of hits you hard. That may not happen, but it's okay. You know, I mean, everybody kind of works at their own pace. Exactly. And that's something that I kind of came to realize like when I was like 11 years old I used to tell myself all the time I'm like I'm an adult I'm an adult when I'm 21 I'm out of this house I'm gonna buy my oh yeah house. I'm gonna live my and I'm gonna have a family by the time I'm 25 and yada yada and I'm like I'm 25 I just moved back home yeah. from school life is happening I graduated with my BA and like I'm still like what's what's next what's oh next? yeah you know and I that's kind of the struggle right now is trying to understand the aspect of what comes next, absolutely you know? and so like you said a little earlier like I'm not I'm in no rush to get married right. you know part of being single is having fun traveling. yes traveling <laughs> Get, get out of the world. world. Get out, yes, of your comfort zone. Try new things. Go to new places. See the world. Like, I know money is very tight, and you mm -hmm. know it's. And I completely understand if you can't. Oh, you, you can't do like yearly trips, and you know I, I myself can't really do yearly trips. But when you can, it's. I feel like it's such an important thing to do to travel and see definitely the world. seriously. I and get out of your comfort zone. Yeah. I agree. I, I prioritize seeing the world over developing relationships just because I know that not everybody wants to backpack Central America, but I did and I'm very happy I did it. Yeah, I agree. You need to see the world. You need to do things before you really establish like your adult, like quote unquote adult life. Exactly. And I think that's kind of, you know, one of the hardest things about being an adult is like you said, like you did it, you know, you, you like not a lot of people want to do it, but you did it. And I think that's something that's very important to talk about because, you know, some people are very sh like shy mm -hmm. and you know how like you and I are very people oriented. <laughs> yeah. and, we, like, <laughs> and so, you know, for some people that might be very scary to go on a trip by yeah. yourself. You know, for me, like you, like you and I have talked about in the past, like it's very hard to do things right. on our own. And we are very extroverted, yeah, I would say. Definitely. In different aspects of our lives. And we are so, I took a, I, I took a, I took a, a like a Myers-Briggs, a Myers-Briggs exam, which is a personality. Yeah, yeah. Essentially, I'm an, I'm extroversion, which basically You're means that I get my energy from I people, you, you know, like. Extroversion. I was like, oh, <laughs> you know, <what's laughs> like so olive oil. No, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, I love olive oil. But, <laughs> but extroversion, apparent, and there's introversion and extroversion. Introversion are those that basically get their energy from inwards, like doing self, mm. uh, mm -hmm. self things, like reading books being on their own like it's not it doesn't necessarily mean that you're not an extroverted person it just means that at the end of the day in order to recharge quote yeah. unquote I have to do things on yeah. your own and i think like everybody in a sense kind of has a mixture of, 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 of both of, of yeah. both but for me i am such a social being yeah. it is so crazy to me and so i think that's kind of one of the best things about life is that you can be the, the 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 best of both worlds, and you just never know what on what aspect of life you're gonna land. And I think that's kind of one of the best things because you you just you just get the best of both worlds, yeah. you know. And I honestly, like you said, I really believe in traveling. You know, don't get at least at least try to not to get married. You know, until after you've traveled the world, because I feel like 
unless you want i mean i I don't necessarily say that i don't necessarily want to say that like once you get married and you know settle down that it's impossible no, to travel no. but i do th- definitely think that it's kind of important to try you know to, to see the world because i feel like once you know once you're married things kind of get a little more challenging right. and you know uh, there's more obstacles there's your career there's there's different things to that 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 get it that get do you want to hear a secret yes <laughs> i love secrets uh, spill this so since i was like i want to say like 12 or 13 years old I've always sort of told myself and I'd like tell people, I don't want to settle down until I've seen all seven continents. Yeah. Really? I I think it's so important that I see the world. I, I just my parents pushed for me and my siblings to go and explore and not be reliant on a partner because that can be kind of self-damaging. So they were very much like Gabriella, like you need to see everything. And so I, ever since I was little, I was like, I'm not going to get married until I see all seven continents. That's probably unrealistic today, but <laughs> <laughs> especially right, 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 right. But I still kind of in the back of my head, I'm like, I can do this. And maybe I will be married and see all seven continents, but I'll do it with a partner or, you know, I don't know. But I I still really like that mantra. And I kind of am secretly like, I'm still going to try to do that. (laughs) Yes. And I'm living for that. I think that is so important. Traveling is such an important aspect of life, just to see the world. Because, you know, like many people have always told us growing up, you never really know a person's life until you walk in yeah. their shoes. And, you know, we here, we're, we're we, it's like, it's first world problems, Absolutely. you know? And to travel to places that are third, that, that are third world, I think are extremely important. To give back to the world in general, just to see the world, to see that, you know, you have it good, mm-hmm. but just to honestly be thankful and grateful every day of your life. As hard as it is, because I know that, you know, life can get messy. And I, I think that's kind of one of the best things that kind of came out of quarantine is that it really slowed us down. It really stopped us in our tracks because life is so go, 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 mm-hmm. go. I think it was so important to just stop. Like, yeah, quarantine was really hard and really tough because, you know, most of us are not homebodies and we kind of go nuts being in, being mm-hmm. at home. But I honestly think that it was so important to just stop in your tracks and to just be okay with not doing anything. Yeah. You know, I think that's kind of one of the best things that I would suggest that I would say that would, that came out of quarantine is just that aspect of relaxation of just, but even if it, even if you like, like obviously the stay at home order was to protect us and to protect those around us, you know? And so I think that's kind of one of, like I said, one of the best things that came out of quarantine is just kind of find a passion, start something new. And I think that's kind of one of the best things. Cause then I, you know, we came to realize what it is that we really want and so on forth. And so yeah. forth. Um, one other thing is that I kind of was thinking about in the top of my head was how interesting it is that I have never seen myself as someone that would be in a relationship just sort of because in a funny way i've always been the one that people go to for relationship sure. advice even though like i'm never been in a, i mean i've only i've been in a few relationships so first and foremost yes i am gay i have had seven girlfriends theoretically i've only dated one uh-huh. guy but i will count it yeah it was only for a few days <laughs> <laughs> so it was that's okay. I, it was like, but I don't count it. Okay. So that's kind of one of the hardest. But yet, you know, in this day and age, 
people will come to me and I think it is because I am gay and guys will ask me, so what do you think? Yeah. You know? And so I kind of get the best of both worlds in a way. Like I find myself that I'm kind of in the middle where like guys will come to me and be like, you know, what do you think I should get my girlfriend? Mm -hmm. And so I will be like, you know, and because I'm kind of the best of both worlds, I kind of get to know both partners. You know, and so I'm like, oh, okay, well, I'm just kind of the, the middle person. Yeah. It's so interesting to be the middle person. Yeah, definitely. Do you find people that, do you find that people come to you for advice? Uh, um, yes and no. Uh, for good reason. I, I identify as straight. So, hey guys, <laughs> out there. No, <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I, I definitely have, I don't. I don't have friends coming to me for relationship advice necessarily, probably because I have, I'm kind of known within my friend groups to be the picky friend. So I unfortunately will date a guy or talk to a guy or something and we'll find one flaw and we'll just drop them just like a fly. Not interested. No, thank you. And I've been told that I am intimidating, unfortunately. So I don't necessarily get friends coming to me for like relationship advice. I do get friends coming to me for like other advice about like self-awareness and like confidence. So I guess that can correlate a little bit because I, like I had mentioned, I was raised by two incredible parents. So mommy, if you're listening, I love you. But they, both my parents wanted to raise daughters that were independent, incredibly strong-willed and self-reliant mm. and so a lot of times that can hinder me wanting to give advice to friends about relationships because if a guy tells my girlfriend like I can do this for you you need a man to protect you I instantly am on the defense mode and I'm like I don't need a man to protect me like my daddy taught me how to defend myself so I that's something I need to work on too because I know sometimes it, it rubs people the wrong way as like, damn, she doesn't even want a little bit of help. But that's definitely like how I was raised at the same time. So quickly to answer your question, yes and no. You know, and that's something that I've always loved. About oh, thank you. you. <laughs> but like, you are so independent and you're such a badass. And honestly, like you, you, your sister and your brother, you're just all just badasses. You're all doing your own thing and living your best lives. And you know, you are all doing the best yeah. that you can you know and i think aspect is something that's so badass about you guys that you're so yeah. independent and yeah i can see where, where you what, what you mean by that it's kind of it can yeah. be a struggle but ultimately i wouldn't change a damn oh, thing about you, you you know <laughs> so you know that's something that i've always loved about you is that you're just you don't take no, any shit from anyone that's and, definitely oh. like i see it as a waste of my time you want to give me shit i'm not going to give it back because i can find somebody else who will not put up with that. It yeah. is definitely like, you don't want people to degrade you. You don't want people to make you feel less than. So instead of fighting that, I'm like, for what? Like, I got much better things to be worried about than you putting me down. Nah, I'm not doing it. Yeah, thank you, Ricky. I appreciate that. I also love you. <laughs> yes. And that's kind of one of the most, like I said, like, I think that's something that I'm trying to learn is that, you know, it's, 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 I'm very stubborn in many different aspects mm -hmm. of my life. I try to essentially learn a balance. And I think that's kind of one of the, one, one of my main struggles is that I'm so mm -hmm. stubborn that I'm like, I'm independent. I can do this on my own. I can figure my own life out. Like, yeah, 
I live a certain life and such, but it's like, you know, I'm still human Absolutely. and I still would love to have, yeah. you know, people. So that's kind of why, you know, I think that you and I have always had a really good relationship is that we both understand that, you know, we're both, we're both independent people. We both try to get it. We, we both try to get everything done. And as hard as it is, we don't. No, that is so, <laughs> wow. <laughs> that's so true. We, we don't, don't ask for help. help. We're like, I got it. I'll figure it out. Absolutely. Yes, we're like, the bridge is burning. Everything's going to crap. You know, you have, it's like the last lap of Mario Kart. When you hear, when you, when you hear, when you get that music go, and you're just like, oh my God, I gotta, I gotta, yeah. I gotta go. <laughs> like you're in first place and all of a sudden someone hits you with the blue shell and you know, life just smacks you right in the face. And you're like, and fuck, I should have like, asked somebody know, for help. <laughs> it is suddenly, you got hit with that blue shell, you're spinning out of control, and now somebody's in first place, and instead of just asking for help, you know, and then it's it, it just all goes to crap. So I think that's something that I've always come to realize about us, is that we just struggle for it. We struggle to ask for help. And that, I feel like, is with a lot of yeah. people these days, you know? We would rather we would rather just kind of try things out, and if it fails and it blows up in our face, then that's just life. You know, we move we, we, we move forward. That's something that I admire about us because, like, we're just so badass. We're so amazing, um, and that's a lot of for for those uh, for those of you that are out there that are kind of the same way. Shout out to you because you know you're all amazing, and even if you're not like that, shout out to you as well because everybody's different everyone's living out their own life we're all different and no one should ever be the yeah. same you know and we, just because we're quote-unquote different people will call us weird will call us strange but that just makes us extraordinary because nobody in the world should ever be the same i think every single person in this world most definitely brings something new to the table so shout out to all of you if you've ever been called weird different you know strange we're just all extraordinary people, okay? We're all doing the best that we can, living our life and our best life at that. Especially right now during this time of quarantine, there's so much happening. And I just think it's so important for you to realize to just take a moment, take a minute, take a second, take an hour, go for a walk and just come to understand that you are doing the best that you can and know that you're doing mm -hmm. a really great job. So yeah, snaps to that. <laughs> we love you over here at Absolutely. Keep It Under Wraps. So, what else what I was what I was gonna tell you was okay so from my aspect of you know being mm -hmm. um, gay I think it's really interesting because here in San Francisco we live in a mm -hmm. bubble right and you know being gay is very mm -hmm. widely accepted and I'm so grateful for that you know because um, I do paint my nails every now and then and I do change my hair color and I do do all these different things no I do get strange looks every now and then but yeah. it's very rare one thing I do want to say about that is that you don't have to be gay or such things to get pedicures, to get manicures, you know, to change your nail color, to change your hair color, all these different things. And I feel like that's such an important thing to bring up because, you know, those are those are physical features. You can change that, but who you are on the inside does not mm -hmm. change at all, you know? And so it's very important that, you know, people realize that who you love is very much up to each individual and how they live their life. And I think it's great to know that you can do and be whoever you wanted to in this and be in this life. And it's very important to understand that you can be anything you want, mm -hmm. you know, and like I said, it, it's, it's physical features, you know, changing your hair, changing your nails, going to get a pedicure. That's all self-care, which is so important. Going back to the topic, though, of me being gay and such things, I've always found it a little scary, though. 
because for me, um, you know, people will always say in your life that they accept you for right. who you are, right? And so sometimes I find myself very nervous yeah. about that. And the only reason I say that is because, you know, especially in our day and age, yeah, we live in the 21st century where things are a little bit more, more widely accepted, but then you also talk about different generations. You know, you have your grandparents, if they're yeah. still alive, which I'm fortunate are but at the same time i think that's kind of one of the biggest issues that i have right now is that self-awareness of like oh my god well what is everyone like you know if two guys hug i mean if two guys hug or if they hold hands mm -hmm. or whatever it's seen differently as if two girls were hugging Absolutely. or two girls were kissing in this culture that we have i think it is so challenging to be gay sure for me personally, I've always been, that's kind of one of, my, one of my biggest secrets is that people say that they're okay, you know, with people, with yeah. people being gay. However, one of his fears has always been that once you see somebody with, you know, a same-sex partner, um, I feel, I've always been nervous that there would be kind of like mm -hmm. a backlash a little bit. Like, oh, but wait, he's actually right. gay, you know, like it's, it's the action, you know, about those feelings. And that's kind of something that's always been kind of one of my biggest worries in life is kind of coming to kind of coming to terms with it it's it's great you know that to be surrounded by a lot of loving people but it's kind of one of been one of my of my biggest fears in life is to you know be in a relationship with right. someone of the same sex not to mention the fact that i'm extremely nervous around men in general like i don't get me wrong i can speak to guys you know face to face now because ask me this like three years ago i'm like Mm -hmm. word vomit you know like it's it's to me is like i got no idea what to say what to talk about like it wasn't until college till towards the end that i was getting a little bit more comfortable talking to guys just because i feel like it's so mm -hmm. different you know like talking to girls i don't worry about it because i know that talking to girls is is, is a really big plus for me because you know girls are girls and we get a, we get along yeah we argue and we do our thing but like i think it's so funny because it's like i just i'm very comfortable yeah. around women you know like i can talk to and if it's always been an ongoing joke with be between my friends that I could basically get any girl I want because I'm so confident when it, when it is to talking about women. But ask me then like talking about talking with guys and I'm like, uh, mm -hmm. hi, you know, like it's like, and so I kind of lose my vocabulary. And I think that's kind of something that I struggle with is that confidence to, to speak to men. And so I think that's kind of why I go back to my original storyline of like you know this certain people i think that's kind of one of kind of one of the most challenging things that i face mm -hmm. at least in my life no i can't relate to that and so i i'm so sorry i can't like be another voice but i i understand where you're coming from i definitely think the the aspect of finding a relationship and being gay while tackling different generational ideology is probably pretty challenging and i'll never be in your shoes but all i can say is i love you and i hope that i'm a safe space and i hope you have other people in your in your life that are safe spaces as well oh most definitely and that's kind of why you know like i said like we get along so well is because i can trust you with essentially mm -hmm. everything you know like i told you before you you're one of the like most important people in my life. You're one of my Aww, best friends, I'm and cry. you know. <laughs> and, 
<laughs> Don't cry. No, but it's, yeah. We've been there for each other on the hardest days and on the best days and you know, through the thick and thin. And that's something that I'm extremely grateful for. You know, growing up, my mom, my mom would always tell me that, you know, I, I never really wanted a relationship that I would always be like, I would always be searching for a girl, right. like a best friend, you know, like it was always so funny because my, uh, there was always all these stories growing up about how on the playground, I would go to all, like, you know, play with all these friends. I'd meet them and they'd be like, oh, my name's Carlos, my name's Josh, my name's blah, 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 whatever. And then by the end of the day, I'd be like, this is my best friend. I'm going to my best mm-hmm. friend's house, you know? And so it was always just so funny. That was always the ongoing joke when I was younger that like, I would always just yeah. make new best friends. And I think that's kind of the, the, the an interesting thing is, is that we're always searching for someone that can understand us. And yeah, I'm very grateful same. to have you, you know, like I'm very grateful to have you your, and your sister and your brother and yeah. everyone in your family. Because that's something I'm always like glad, like glad to hear though, because you are someone that's super blessed, yeah. you know, and First, we're, we're kind of opposites in that yeah. sense, though, a little bit. There's different yeah. layers to me, you know? Like, if someone comes to me, they're like, I want you to tell me what you think about this, you know? There's always that aspect of, like, you kind of want to sugarcoat a little bit because you know that, like, you know, certain things kind of will, will like, will sway. Like, for example, if someone were to be like, well, do you really think, I don't know, like, what's something that that you would be, like, you would sugarcoat? Um, oh, that's a good... <laughs> That's a good question. My feelings. I definitely think. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. Yes. yes. I definitely think that um, when it comes to any relationship, friendship, sexual, whatever, if I'm not feeling something, typically I won't say it because I'm, I'm very much like about giving my heart to other people and I want them to feel good. And if I'm not feeling good, it doesn't matter because they're feeling good. So I tend to sugarcoat my own feelings. I'll definitely be blunt about something that may have been wrong, but I look for the right time and place to do it. Like, I'm not just gonna tell, like, go irate on somebody one day and be like, you did this and that. Like, I'm gonna hold it and I'm gonna hold it for the right time. Yeah, so I think I sugarcoat my feelings. That's so funny that you Mm -hmm. also think that. That's so bad and problematic. I should I should probably fix that. Well, I, I think that's kind of me too. Because at the same time, like, I think the only hard thing is, is that I wear my Yeah, my you do. Time, you know, I really do. And when I'm emotional, I'm emotional. When mm-hmm. I'm happy, I'm happy. If I'm having a really horrible day, like, you know, you'd know. But I'm not going to be like, no, fuck you, fuck no, you, fuck you, fuck you, fuck you. And I think that's something that I've, climbed to, that I've kind of come to learn is that, you know, like I said, we're all different. We're all different people in this world. And each individual person brings something brand new and you know you're very blunt when when i ask you certain things and i always love the fact that you give me the most blunt answer you're like no stop immediately turn around yeah you're like my u-turn i'm like i need to go left or should i go right or should no this is what you do you're like hey gabriella should i buy a season pass to disneyland i only plan on going one time this year (laughs) and i'm that person who's like no don't do it. That's dumb. Save your money. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. And I'm over here the complete opposite. Cause we let li- like, like you've always told me, you're like, you live you such a bougie lifestyle. But like, I try, I'm like, oh my God, like I need to buy this. Even though I know I'm only going to, I'm only going to do it or like go to it or wear yeah. it one time, you know, like, cause it's like so fun. And I try like, for example, yeah. like, the whole Disneyland thing. I love I Disneyland do. and I know you do too. I think you <laughs> no, do. No, I don't I at all. I have a feeling that you love Disneyland. <laughs> 
<laughs> she's actually very obsessed everyone she's extremely obsessed just as much yeah. as i am like there are disney things that she knows that i don't even know and i'm not i'm gonna be very straightforward i get very nervous on rides okay when i go to disneyland and I am much more of the person that'll go on certain rides, but I'll go to every single show, including Fantasmic, because you you all know I'm very obsessed with Fantasmic. I am super obsessed. But I think it's so funny because you'll yeah. always tell me the truth. You know, if I'm if I'm like if you know, like I'm like, oh my god, do you think I should buy no. this camera? Like it's gonna be a great camera, and you're like, mm, how much is it? And I'm like, only you know. 500 to a thousand dollars like you, you know whatever and you're just like uh i yeah no. you know like you save your money and you could like do something else with it which i'm super you know appreciative of even though sometimes i'm very stubborn no you definitely it. well that's because you're sagittarius <laughs> and sagittarius is don't listen they ask for advice and don't take it but it's fine um <laughs> no but if i know this podcast was about relationships just kind of a general relationship podcast but if there's anything I kind of want your listeners to take away from me is that if you don't need it, don't get it. Primates suffer from when every time you buy a new iPhone because of the, uh, the metal that goes inside of phones and laptops and computers. So don't get it if you don't need it. <laughs> That's my two cents. There we are. Look at that animal biology degree. Yeah, I, handy. I relationships are not necessarily my focus, but I mean, my specialization is in behavior. So I guess it kind of works. And my it's so funny because my my specialization comes mm. in human development, mm -hmm. which is essential. So many different aspects. If you ask me what human development is all about, it's just, you know, basically in different aspects. It's psychology, sociology, anthropology, gerontology, childhood, edu childhood education. So it's childhood development, education, mm -hmm. and women and gender studies. So interesting because mm -hmm. it is so broad. You know, people will, will ask me like different questions and you know everyone's in a, mm -hmm. a different part of their life you know, your answers will always be different depending on what yeah. part of your life you're in you know right now our like our answers are like let's oh travel, yeah let's travel let's travel you know but have a yeah get married or have a kid you know then everything will be completely different one thing i've always i, I really want to like i really want to drill here is that yeah it's okay to be alone yeah you know it's it's okay for uh, for anyone and everyone to be alone and one thing I've always heard growing up is if you can't love yourself, how the Preaching hell are you going to love somebody choir. else? Also, RuPaul, RuPaul yeah. says that all the time, which I am so appreciative of because you really, if you can't love yourself, honestly, 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 how can you love yourself? And that's something that all of us are continuously trying to learn. Trying to get to know yourself is an everyday, ever-changing process. We change every day. You are not the same person you were a year ago. You are not the same person that you were five years ago. You know, we're ever-changing people, yeah. et cetera. It depends. Our answers depend on what part of our lives that we're in. And that's kind of like one of the best things about life is that you really never know where a person is. It's just, gr it's really great just to try to get to know people, you know, as much as you can. Try to learn from everyone's different experiences. Because like I said earlier, you never really know a person until you've been in their shoes. But um, one thing I've always also come to learn is that you are who you are because of who you were back then. You know, who you were back then. And so, you know, all of your ex experiences are, co are accumulated into one person. 
and it is so important to you know come to yeah. learn like who you are and so you're gonna learn more about yourself even when yeah. you're in a relationship you know because you're gonna learn a lot of things about you know things that you love things that you hate things that drive you nuts and i'm sure there's a lot of things that drive you nuts oh, for sure you're in a relationship and so it's an ever-changing process well just really quickly i wanted to mention you had said being alone is so important and i couldn't agree more because i think some people feel that they'd rather be in a relationship than be alone and i think that's extremely toxic especially because even if the person's perfect and you like cannot find a flaw in them it's really scary to know that you just can't be alone i mean i've really only had kind of two relationships in my life neither of these men have met my family for various reasons but i've you know i don't know about you but like i'm okay with not bringing a guy home they need to be perfect in order to meet my family you know and i'm more than okay with not dating until i find that person yeah no i i totally agree i think like 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 we talked about earlier i think what like we talked about um relationships do take time i don't think necessarily that you have to bring mm -hmm. every single person home until you know mm -hmm. it's time you know because meeting your family not just like your yeah family, but like right. meeting like a person's family i feel like it's so right deep in that like like it's like you kind of reached a pinnacle point in your relationship i personally feel like it's time right. to meet this person you know you're not just gonna like take somebody and be like at least in my eyes and you're, you're just not gonna take someone and be like well you know this is so and so this is so and so this is so and so and so because you never really know you know like you really hope to um that you really hope to be able to just have like a meaningful relationship build it create it and once you're at a very comfortable place in your relationship, mm -hmm. then I think it's important to meet. Yeah, I agree. Can I talk about body image and dating? Of course. Yes, please. I think this is really important because this is one of me. I don't know if you have this issue, but I'm sure other people have this issue. I struggle so much with body image when it comes to dating. I think that that's what hinders me from swiping right on certain people because I think I may be less attractive than them. I am thicker than them. <laughs> and then also I have a medical condition that kind of makes me self-conscious. And so all these different elements, I think really also play a big part in how people date in the 21st century. Yeah, I most definitely agree. I think one of the hardest things, at least for me, has always been, you know, that I, I am a bigger guy. And especially right now during this quarantine, I have had a struggle because I'm doing keto right now. I Which is great. Yeah, and as of March 2nd, I as of, so as of right now, between, between now and the time that I started, which was March 2nd, I lost 35 and a half pounds. Wow! Good for you! Yeah, and it has been such a struggle, I'll tell you, just because... Oh, it must be so difficult. Oh my god, it has been such a challenge, because I'm... No I... bread, no thank you. When I... I we are <laughs> such a carb-driven society. That is something that I have really come to terms with, that we are such a carb-driven society. And mm -hmm. I am so surprised, like, how much that I... like. Trust me, I am one of the people that if you would have told me this a year ago, I would have been like, no, that's not happening. But mm -hmm. for me, it was like, okay, I, my doctor's like, uh, 
self-disclosing here, by the way. Um, they're like, uh, you are pre-diabetic and you need to like start to work out. And I'm still like, mm, you know, whatever. And, you know, people are mm-hmm. open, like, well, I'm going to go to the gym. I'm going to work out for six and a half hours, take a selfie. Because, like, you know, if I didn't take a selfie, it never happened. So, right. You know, and I think it's always funny just because, like, I am not someone that immediately would have jumped in to losing weight, you know? And that wouldn't... Right. And so people will, would always say, you know, you're only ready until you're ready. You know, like, you're, you're, like you, your mindset has to be in it. And to me, I never really understood that up until this time of quarantine, you know? I right. never understood why people would always say that, you know, it's, like, it's, your, it's, your, it's, your, it's your mindset, you know? And yeah. for me, I have always, you know, like you said, it's such a struggle for body image. You know, for me, I'm like always looking in the mirror and I'm like, I I feel like that, that part in like, um, I feel like that part in the movie of White Chicks where dress room and they're just like, <laughs> somebody throw shampoo back in the ocean. Woo! You know, like, I'm just, yeah. like, it's, so, it's so horrible, but that's just how something, I, it, it takes so much time, you know, and so much effort to just to kind of like be like, okay, well, you know, I am a beautiful person. You know, even if people will tell me, like, you have such a great personality, so beautiful yeah. inside and out, and I'm like, well, I don't feel that way. You know, thing that yeah. I have co- I have kind of come to terms with, especially right now, is that, like I said before, like, you are who you are. Mm-hmm. And each person, each person in their life comes with, you know, their own different personality, and no one person is very, is different. I mean, no one person is the same. And I think it's kind of one of the things that makes us, you know, so lovable is that we are so different. However, mm-hmm. I think we all struggle with that self-confidence aspect. And I think that's something that's really hard for us to really kind of comprehend is that our own self-image is our own self-image. You know, some people have body dysmorphia and you yeah. know, themselves as, bi- as bigger when they're extremely thin. And so, you know, people develop, you know, eating disorders, which is really hard and very, un- and it's, it's, it's common these days, unfortunately. And I think, Right. And I think that's that's one of the biggest things that like, and I can't help to like to blame media, you know, in these days because sure. You know, and I think that's one of the most important things is to say that every, like I said, every every person's body is beautiful. You know, self image is so important. It's important to admire your curves. It's important to admire your body. Yes, you are beautiful. Yeah. You are. You don't need to be a size one, a size zero, a size. Who cares? You know, because at the end of the day, yeah are a beautiful human being that is here on this earth for a purpose you know Absolutely. it is so important to understand that you are part of a, of a, of a variety of different shapes colors ethnicities genders sexes everyone is different you know and you should look at your body when you're in the mirror and say holy crap that is one beautiful ass son of a biscuit, you know? And I think that we all yeah. struggle with in, in some way, shape or form, you know, is some people want to lose pounds. Some people yeah. want to gain 10 pounds. Cause you know, self-image isn't always just about, you know, the bigger people, but it's also like some people that, you know, are also, you know, skinny also want to gain, you know, a certain amount of pounds as well. Absolutely. And so yeah. I think it's very important to understand that there's both sides of the spectrum is that everybody's kind of fighting their own struggles when it comes to self self esteem and self um, self doubt and such. And yeah. Yeah. I wanted to bring this up because this would be this will be my first time ever addressing it. So this is kind of exciting. But I have a medical condition called dermatophrobiasis. I can't even pronounce it. It's like dermatophrobiasis. 
Broma and it's where I develop keloids all throughout my body and it's sporadic or it's due to injury. So I didn't start developing this until college, which is a really shitty time because for some of us, most of us, this is the time where we're starting to develop relationships with people. And I, I'm, you can relate to this, but I feel like having some sort of self-confidence that is then lowered significantly because of your body, it, it's just, it makes it so much more difficult to want to go out into the world and date. That's one huge reason as to why I don't want to take off my clothes in front of somebody, you know? Uh, and I, it's funny because I'm a girl, but during this time, you know, it's really, people like it. So I've been, I've really been hyping that up. Like, oh yeah, I have thighs and stuff. And so my weight isn't necessarily the issue. It's, it's more of my own self confidence, self, uh, excuse me, lack of self confidence because of my skin scars. So it, it really sucks, but I'm sure there are other people like you had said, who are struggling with weight gain, weight loss, and it's really sitting and telling yourself that I am beautiful and somebody else will find me beautiful as well. No, yeah, most definitely. And I can definitely attest to the fact that, you know, I um, don't have like a, like a skin condition, but we all have different things that we are fighting at different points. Yeah. It doesn't matter what point you know that you are in your life, but everyone's fighting a struggle in some sort of way with self-image. And so, Thank you so much for sharing that, by the way. Um, that is so important. And I, you know, we, thanks for listening. We, we love you here. <laughs> um, <laughs> I love you. <laughs> and so just remember that you are beautiful, you know, inside and out. And again, thank you so much for sharing. Cause I know that might, that might have been, you know, a little tough to share um, or not, but yeah, I've never told, I've never told anybody except for very close friends or people who have noticed, like if I wear a short sleeve shirt, I have one on my arm and they'll be like, oh, what's that? I'm like, ah, oh, don't worry about it. It's just a scar, you know, but, um, it, it, I mean, it, I have them all over my shoulders and that's kind of the only place, but still it's like my own internal demon. Yeah, I totally understand. And that's so important though. Thank you so much again for sharing. We have talked about a very, very, very important topic today about dating, and I think this is a really great place to just yeah end. Yeah, I would good. say. Um, I would say that it has been such a pleasure Thanks. talking I with you. It. I hope you did, and I I know that you'll be back. You know, throughout yeah. throughout the series, every now and you know. For everyone listening, thank you so much for listening. We will have different guests every week to come and talk about different topics with me, myself, and I. And I think it is so important. Again, don't forget, there's one thing that I want all of you hammered in your head by the end of this podcast, which is if you can't love yourself, how can you love mm-hmm. anyone else? Remember, just have fun with life. Take this time, especially not right now during quarantine, to just really figure out what it is that you want in life. Relax. Take a walk and essentially, yeah, don't worry right. About the future. Yeah, not right now. <laughs> <laughs> so, but anyway, thank yeah, you so much, Gabriella, for, for joining me. me on this lovely first yeah. podcast. You are so thank you. A co-host. Oh <laughs> I can't God. wait for more. Yes, I can't wait to see what we all come out with. I love you all so much, and you are all great. And I will see Bye. you all soon.